0: Filthy Casuals? Bye, Filthy Casuals. Alright, I look forward to hearing that piece of (laughs) claptrap. Hi everyone,
1: and welcome to Flashpoint episode 133. I'm leaving that in there, Simon. Recorded Monday, February 19th. (laughs) I'm your host, David Holloway, and joining me, as you've already heard, is a man who is lobbying his elected members to legalise marriage with skeletal members of the Master of the Universe. Masters of the Universe. Universe. How
0: are you, Simon? I'm good, and it's, it's a serious problem. There's lack of marriage equality. Uh, we boners really do feel that we need to be able to marry our skeletal counterparts. Oh, great. You've got my... Why do you
2: have
1: universe, universe? Because <laughs> it's Masters of the Universe, universe.
0: Okay. All right. like, yeah. like Detective Comics, comics. That's right. right. Sure.
1: Totally. Work. Yes. And we also have a man that you've heard... Who has a beard like Ned Kelly, but isn't planned on being hanged anytime soon? How are you, Ben? Um, I'm not being hauled in Sea of Thieves, so I'm pretty good. Good. Yes, I noticed you two have been back into that, but we'll talk about that. So you good to be good to be yeah. good, good, good to be back. Um, it's been a little bit over the month. Apologies for that. That's just you know scheduling all our hectic lives, but we're we're back. So as usual, let's start with what we've been playing. Simon, you got a hell of a list
0: this month. Jump in. Uh, the division, uh, Forza. It's all bloody foreign words. Uh, Gianna <laughs> Sisters, Twisted Dreams, which is a cute little game. Uh, rhyme. Twisted.
2: Is that is that, is that uh, Italian? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes,
0: uh, and uh, dreams is French.
2: Ah, uh, it. Right.
0: right. There's many the emotions. Mm-hmm. I'm sure David Cage would have us believe.
2: Boulay, I think that I think that's uh, French as well.
0: <laughs> or Rime, that was the one before boulet. <laughs> Reme, <laughs> running a joke into the ground, Ben. <laughs> At least it's him My for a gosh. change. No. Yeah, stop it! <laughs> stop it! Uh, rhyme, which uh, made me sad. Bully, which made me happy. Uh, some CFTs, which made me very happy, even if I'm not 100% convinced that uh, a little bit more c- c- character customization wouldn't have been nice. Jump back into GTA V as well to do, I'm not entirely sure what, basically to walk out of my house down to the beach, have a bit of swim around, then walk back up the beach and back into my house. I'm not entirely sure why I went in there, but it wasn't to many any heists. <laughs> And uh, I am on the verge, the cusp of playing Subnautica, which I'm very much looking forward to.
1: Very good. And Ben, your usual impressive list.
2: Tell us what you have been uh, up to. Let's see. I've been playing some more Heroes of the Storm. Um, I've got a few issues with that game, mostly just because it's... I don't know. Maybe I just need to reinstall the game or something because it it's just slowly progressively running more worse and worse every time i go and play it and like nothing else on my pc is changing all every other game i have on pc works perfectly fine that game just seems to be getting worse and worse and worse so i I think i have to reinstall it did you push the button did i push the what button
0: the turbo button
2: turbo button i guess i didn't i I might need to try that one um PUBG, g been playing some more of that uh a couple of lovely people known as open house have uh, got a private server and they lovingly let me play on it um see if Thieves, because pirates are fucking awesome um sorry joe the that, that game is just unreal uh, i've also been between see of thieves beta sessions i've been playing towers of monkey island uh to keep my pirate love in check uh, Batman the Enemy Within, uh, Telltale's Guardians of the Galaxy, and some more D&D. Um, so, lots of uh, Telltale's games and Dungeons and Dragons and Pirates.
1: Excellent. Hmm. Um, so, I'm my usual, you know, boring claptrap of, you know, World of Warcraft, Starcraft 2, Destiny 2, although very little of Destiny 2. What a yawn that game now is. Um, mm-hmm. And, of course, Candy Crush. But um, the we'll talk more later, but I've been playing a shitload of No Man's Sky Thanks to you, Simon. But we'll talk more about that later. So, Hi. why? Oh, no, I can totally see why, but we'll talk about it. Um, okay. So, let's jump into some conversation points. So, PUBG, cheetah ban. Um, I'm assuming what that's saying is that of the cheetahs, 99% were Chinese? Or have I just made a race of racial slur?
2: No, that, that's actually correct. Right. Um, so... There was a bunch of. There's a mass cheater ban uh, issued by uh, the. What do they call themselves now? The uh, PUBG Corp. Yeah, is the name of the company. Uh, about a million bans over the month of January, uh, and 99% of the ban was from China. Uh, 44% of the current PUBG player base is in China, so that's a uh, that's a hefty share of their market audience. Um, yeah, but I, I just thought it was a really interesting start, so that's why I really wanted to chuck it yeah, in there. Yeah. Uh, cheaters in that game are still really... Unfortunately, they're really bad in that game. It's just, for some reason, getting killed by a block from the other side of the map. It's like, how the hell is this guy being able to do this? And then you realize... You watch the death cam video now, or whatever, and you're like, oh, he's cheating. Okay, great. Mm. Um, so it's just one of those things where it's it's a bit out of control in uh pub at the moment um the game itself it's still a fun game which is why i play it mostly on the p- private servers because we can have fun on the private servers um we can turn off the fact we can make it private so that you know we don't get 100 players from china coming in and using cheating mods um so it works out really well the other thing that this And I don't know if it's a result of the cheaters in PUBG or a result of just the game not producing enough new content on a regular, steady base, you know, providing something regular. Okay, there's regular updates, but they're not regular content updates. Right. Whereas you've got a game like Fortnite, which came out last – well, sorry, Fortnite came out a while ago, but Fortnite Battle Royale came out around – August of last year. Um that game now has surpassed uh, PUBG's uh consecutive players on Steam. Um now Fortnite as well as on Xbox and PlayStation 4. So that game has the potential to massively outsell uh PUBG and not only that Epic uh the developers behind Fortnite uh they have just uh, announced that they're shutting down the Paragon servers to fully back Fortnite going forward because well Fortnite's making the money and paragon's not um so that's pretty much what's happening there at the moment mm, damn cheaters yeah so i don't know it's one of those things i think it's interesting I, I don't know if you can blame the cheaters or a lack of content as to why people are moving more towards Fortnite. uh maybe it's just an easy uh game to access uh, access after all it is free compared to pubg you yeah. know the, Entry price point. Um, Fortnite is a little bit more kid friendly with its art style, whereas PUBG is very, uh, realistic art style in terms of graphics. So th- there's a few things there, I think. Um, definitely worth, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just something I thought was very interesting, worth mentioning. Um, especially considering the year that PUBG had last year, uh, it's off to a bit of a rocky start this year. Mm, sounds like
1: it. Mm. Um, Game Pass, which this is how ignorant of because I don't know. Is that like the Xbox monthly subscription thing? Uh,
0: yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. To
1: include all future Microsoft exclusives on the day of release. so well, that's pretty cool. Simon, was that yours?
0: Uh Ben put that in, but uh, mm. it's it's a good one. And yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah, so it's it is a good one. Um so Microsoft Game Pass, for those that don't know. Uh, Xbox Live is the online subscription to play online. Games Pass is the, uh, their version of a Netflix subscription service. So, uh, Or if you're aware of PlayStation Now, it's their version of PlayStation Now. Now, pe- the difference between Games Pass and um, PlayStation Now is PlayStation Now streams the game to your console, so you're playing it over a stream. So there's a little bit of delay and all those sort of issues is isn't available in Australia either. Uh, game Pass, on the other hand, is like Netflix in that you subscribe monthly and you have access to the game. So instead of actually, though, you're streaming it, you download the game to your console, you play it, and as long as you have your Game Pass active, you're able to play that game. Yeah. Uh, if you cancel your subscription or you let it lapse for whatever reason, uh, that game will no longer be available to be played it's basically drm on the console if we think about it that way it's an it's an online uh based drm essentially saying oh well you've got a subscription you're allowed to play the game that's how game pass works uh so what this means though is for games like sea of thieves crackdown uh future forza halo or gears of war games or any other microsoft exclusives uh, or Microsoft published games I should say, should say um, on the day of their release they will be available at games on the game pass uh, platform so ten dollars a month that's 120 bucks a year and let's say there's four exclusive this exclusives this year that you play that's uh, it's a good and they're you. all you know they're all you know charged at 80 bucks a game
1: no you know, brainer.
2: yeah it's no brainer plus there's the other hundred or so games on game pass already including the backwards compatible titles
0: um some good so, ones so it's not a it's not a filler yeah. library with filler in it
2: no no like master chief collections in there halo 5's in there gears of war 4 i'm pretty sure is in there already as well um if not they're going to be coming very soon um so it's definitely definitely uh, a very good value and it'll uh be interesting to see what sort of effect it has on a game like sea of thieves at launch mm. yeah it's uh,
0: it's also a really good service for uh people on a budget or parents mm. yeah,
2: uh, yeah. Be-
0: rather than having it buying a game and then having it sitting Even around not played yeah it's it's perfect for that also yeah. if you do find a game that you like on there um you can buy it for a discount while you've got an active uh, game Pass subscription and for the new release games um i'm I think it's after after a month or a couple of months, you can get like 20%, mm-hmm. 30% discount on the game. So it, there's a number of ways in which it pays for itself. And it would it really works well for an instant game collection. So, for instance, Amazon.com.au uh, has had the uh, Minecraft Xbox One, the limited edition model. Uh, so that's the one that looks like a, a piece of uh, a block of grass.
2: And every kid uh, loves Minecraft.
0: Yep. Yeah, it's actually a pretty pretty cool-looking piece of kit. It's got a terabyte drive in there, so it's not one Mm. of the the chintzy 500-gig ones. But uh, Amazon's selling that with free shipping for $219. 219 So if you wanted to get into Xbox and you hadn't yet, you could buy that for not much money, and then you can get an instant game collection and uh, play with anyone else you know on the network with Game Pass. So, yeah, it's uh, not a bad little stuff. I like it.
1: Funny, I needed a third console. <laughs> no, that's yeah, it's really good. I wish hopefully PlayStation might um, try and compete. I doubt it.
2: No, they're, they're, yeah. like I said, they've already got their own service, which is PlayStation now. And to be honest, I don't even think they're supporting it. Like, similar with everything else Sony does, they only half ass it. Yeah, that's right.
1: Sea of Thieves, it's already been mentioned a couple of times tonight. So it was number one on Twitch during the first beta session. So um, I'm assuming either one or both of you were involved with. I know you said you're going to, involved with the beta. Beta.
0: Yep, we were both involved with that. Mm-hmm. I think it's fair to say. And still yeah, loving the, it. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, the thing is, that everything has so far has been true. Uh, they've all both been true betas. They've, they've been technical. Mm-hmm. Uh, like the one this weekend was for for loading and stress testing and the one before was basically just to well just to test things out with uh with the wide wide open community coming in and just seeing what happened and Mm -hmm. a couple of bugs were discovered uh one of which was their own making with the the issue with uh not being able to access the game (laughs)
2: um yeah well that was that was actually an interesting bug um i don't know if you've listened to the latest unlocked simon or not yet but they had um i've forgotten his name me too. The guy, the guy from Rare, Craig, I think it was. Something beginning with C. Someone, someone, yeah, yeah, something like that. Anyway, they had him on and he spoke about how that bug occurred was that they, to enable people having access to the beta, they went, oh, well, if this person has access to the Black Dog's um, pre order content, that means they have access to the beta. So they made the, their criteria to enter the beta being based on that, but there was some glitch in the Black Dog's not appearing on the account or something like that, which prevented uh, multiple people being able to access the uh, game, which is it's basically it's a self-created bug, but it's a bug that won't or an issue that they won't have on launch because at launch you've got the game. It's not going to be restricted. Yeah. So in order to restrict people having access to the beta, they created their own bug to restrict people from having access to the beta.
0: Oops, never mind. Mm. But that was a problem that they they caught fairly quickly and got sorted out, and then they just extended it for another couple of the whole thing for another couple of days. Yeah. So uh, anyone who wanted to get in, did, and I think the figure I saw was because they hit number one in Twitch. You know, they got got over, got past Dota for God's sake. But
2: um, Dota and League, yeah, yeah, uh, p-
0: p- p- it was fourteen million hours watched out of 2 million hours played. So there's a lot of people watching it.
2: Mm.
1: Yeah. But it's going to be fascinating when that launches. It
0: that- is, especially since most of the con- – oh, a, a pretty substantial part of the content isn't even in
2: the game yet. Yeah. yeah.
1: I think I've looked this up once. So this is on – is it Xbox and PC only or something? That's yes. correct. Yeah, Son of a bitch.
0: All right. Good. If you buy it on if you buy it on Xbox, you can play it on PC because but it's it's playing so as long play, as you
2: buy it digitally,
0: yeah. As long as you buy it yeah. digitally through the Windows Store, then you can play it on Xbox or PC because you've got a you've got a copy for both basically, mm. yeah. Cool Your license
1: and getting much more local um, RTX, which is a and you know better than me, Ben. It's sort of a gaming slash podcasting
2: convention, yeah. Uh, yeah, so. It's basically the Rooster Teeth uh, Expo. Yeah, um, <laughs> Sydney was the first place they expanded to outside of the US, uh, outside of Austin, really, uh, let alone the US. Um, and yeah, it's basically the it's it's a Rooster Teeth convention. It's Rooster Teeth Expo. Um, there was plenty of uh, live panels, uh, most of which, if not all, you can watch on there twitch page or on their website or on their youtube um i'm sure they'll all be up by at some point um and they did a whole bunch of let's plays there as well all that sort of fun stuff uh small little conventions uh floor space at the sydney what do they call it the sydney international convention center yeah. um yeah great great venue uh Personally, I was a little bit let down by the entire thing after experiencing PAX last year, and then having heard all the talk up and beat up for RTX from last year, where they had Hideo Kojima, they had the Nintendo Switch there, they had the guys from Kind of Funny there, Um, I was thinking, oh, this is going to be a really great thing. Um, Getting there, seeing they only had a really small convention space, they... There was a lot of basically stores um, and then a couple, I think it was maybe four indie games on demo there. Um, And then at the back of the convention space, they had a signing stage in between the let's play stage and the podcast stage or the panel stage, whatever they wanted to call it. And so there'd be people there in at the podcast stage and they'd be doing their podcast thing. But meanwhile, on the other, at the, just, not that far away like good maybe 150 meters to 200 meters away there's the let's play stage kind of drowning them out because there's people shouting and carrying on over there and then also behind the the podcast stage or to the back of the audience the podcast stage anyway you've got the m wave and the razor booths both making a bunch of noise and people on microphones there talking and carrying on too so Realistically, the podcast panel stage was just drowned out with terrible audio, and you could never hear a thing they were saying, um, unless you had a VIP thing. When you could, then you could actually sit down the front and have the seats. But even then, I heard the VIP tickets were ridiculously expensive. Um, so, all in all, my experience from RTX was pretty average. I want to say, I, like, it was good to catch up with a bunch of people from within the Australian gaming community. Um, and to hang out and have some fun. There was a Twitch meetup on the Saturday night at the bowling alley there in Darling Harbour. Um, we all had a bunch, bunch of drinks, a bunch of fun. Um, but yeah, the, the convention itself uh, left a lot to be desired, really. Yeah. Um, guys were saying from last year to this year, last year's was so much better. Um, the panels were actually in separate auditoriums away from the actual show, the convention floor so you could actually sit down and listen to what was being said. Um, just a whole bunch of that sort of thing. I think there's definitely a lot of room for improvement. And knowing the pool that RTX has, I would have thought, you know, you see like Microsoft collaborations with them after all their whole business was built around Halo. Um, uh plenty of other options for in Sydney that they could collaborate with other people here in Australia. Um, I don't know what their options are like in the US, but it just felt like they could do so much more and it was a bit of a letdown.
1: Yeah. And look, if you you want you know to sit through a poor audio quality production, you might as well just listen to this podcast. Exactly. Yeah.
2: What? Mm. <laughs> See? Talking about you, not to you.
0: Oh, right. Um, bit of tr- if anyone's wondering why they're called Rooster Teeth, it's because in the very, very early days of Red oh, Dress Flu, uh, they used to insult each other by calling each other cock bites.
1: Oh, I like
0: spoof. that. So it's got nothing to do with the scarcity of something. There you mm. go. It's to do with penis nippling. <laughs> I like it. Uh,
1: penis nippling, there's the episode title.
0: Um, he, yeah, okay, let's go with that. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I can't, go down well. No, I was gonna say i yep. iTunes um pulls out swear words, so I'll have to think of something similar. Um US Copyright Office, I like this one a lot, is considering exempting abandoned online games from the the real rigors of copyright law. So I don't know who put that one down, but I just think we'd all be violently in agreement with that.
0: Yeah. Of course the ESA, because they're a pack of um wiener nibblers. Uh
1: there's the title. Thank you.
0: Um, <laughs> yes, they enjoy their cocktail sausage. Uh, uh, protesting because if there's there's one thing that publishers like to do, it's not only hoard money but hoard IPs. Yeah. They don't, even if they have no intention of doing anything with it, and usually they don't. They just they just want to sit on stuff because they are miserable, miserable, greedy, vile human beings for the most part. Um, so of course they're contesting that, saying that uh, it's because uh, what is it? It's the uh, Museum of Video Games and a few other groups that have approached the Copyright Office with looking, getting them to look at this revision, um, basically for not for games that you can play couch co-op but things that actually require an online service. So City of, City of Heroes and uh, Star Wars Galaxies were the two examples mm. that they mentioned specifically in the article. Um, so, you know, there's no way of playing these games unless there's an actual server. And so there's no way to preserve the material because the game simply can't exist because the official servers are no longer exist. So the museum is talking about having... Servers on its premises for the preservation and maintenance of these titles. The ESA being the petty shits they are, one of the arguments is, well, there's uh, even though the museum is a non profit organization, they pay you, they charge you to go in mm-hmm. there. It's a commercial enterprise. Wow, wow, wow. We want everything because we're assholes. Uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's a direct quote from the ESA. Absolutely. It'll be in the show notes. So, uh, anyone got any thoughts on that? I, ho- I hope it goes through. I, I don't, oh, I'd love I don't to see. Because the publishers would be able to throw way more lawyers at them. But, it's, uh, yeah.
2: It would I, be think, I think it's great. Um, games like uh, Star Wars Galaxy or whatever, you know, people can then start up their own private servers and just have some fun. Um, I don't and see it, it, any it, it, issue in that. The game's not making them any money anyway. Oh no,
0: but it's it may potentially compete with their existing current product.
2: Yeah, I can understand that. I mean, it, it, as long as it's run as a not-for-profit or something like that, I, I don't see any issue with it. Um, you know, uh, if they're not making, if they're not charging people, if they're running it for free or whatever like that, it's not hurting anyone besides potentially stealing. Let's say using the Star Wars license in, as an example with. It's it's potentially stealing player base from Star Wars The Old Republic. Two very, very different games play very, very differently, but I can see where that could be an issue. But I, if anything, I think it's just encouraging more people to get on board with the Star Wars franchise, but think in of that, the, in that using that as an example anyway.
0: But, but think of EA. Having Star Wars Galaxies available again could deprive them of income and stop people from playing Battlefront 2. <laughs> Wait, I people
1: that? that? I was waiting for that. <laughs>
2: That's uh, actually true. <laughs> actually, it's, it's funny because I make the joke about people not playing it, but I I played it using the trial version, and it, I actually had fun. I enjoyed it. Nah, if it wasn't I, for the, the terrible progression system.
0: Yeah, get off my lawn. <laughs> I, I blackballed it because of the awful, awful plot, the single-player missions. Oh, were- yeah, I, I could
2: only go through four missions, though. So.
0: That was, that was that was just insulting insulting to all imperials mm.
2: but well, like the actual multiplayer stuff and the starfire thing uh were actually a lot of fun i enjoyed them a lot but it's just yeah i uh the progression system was so horribly broken and i was like i'm not sticking around for this
0: yeah it's it i mean it's a beautiful like the first one it they're beautiful looking games they're very evocative of the mm. of the people they're representing and they do a really good job apart from the uncanny valley Han Solo and Carrie Fisher and Lando Calrissian was beautifully done, absolutely, absolutely perfect. That was. They I'd have
2: Billy good. D come and do the voice for that because he that, is bang up for doing that voice any chance he gets.
0: Oh yeah, and he did a great job. He put his hands mm. on that performance. That was good.
2: Oh, have you seen him on Robot Chicken? He does all the Lando on Robot Chicken. I love those. Yeah. Good old- he does anytime he gets to do anything Lando Calrissian, he puts his hand up straight away. He'll do it in a heartbeat.
0: He should have been in Black Panther. Absolutely. He should have,
2: shouldn't
0: he? He really should have. He's an elder statesman yeah. now. Gee, if only we're going right. to talk about Black Panther tonight.
1: Oh
2: we are. Why don't we go to that now? Okay, well I haven't seen it, so
1: <laughs> Well neither have I. Oh,
2: okay. Well Simon, so yeah, mean, you, you haven't seen it?
0: I I believe from the media coverage there's black people in it. Okay.
2: So
1: least- you, I mean, well, it's we we'll talk about it next episode. Then, I mean, it seems to be getting glowing reviews. There's you know people saying best Marvel movie ever, whatever. But because when I saw the trailers around Christmas time, when I was watching whatever the last thing I went to the movies for,
2: Last um, Jedi.
1: Last Jedi. Yeah, I was extremely underwhelmed with the trailer. I thought I I'm not even going to bother seeing that at the movie. So, but apparently, it's a great movie.
0: I've heard people say it's a wee bit slow in the pacing, and the ending's a little bit obvious. Okay. Mind you, yeah. what well, movie doesn't have an obvious ending these days? Um, pretty much all like, those
2: Marvel movies have a pretty obvious ending. So, yeah. yes. All right. Yeah. Well, that's for next episode then.
1: Um, so, with just the copyright stuff, I, I'm yeah. Hopefully, we get a positive outcome out of that. Given that that issue's only going to grow as more and more games have that online component. So. Yeah. Absolutely. Hmm. Yes. Kentucky senator. Well, well, it's anyway. Now, we're going to tread carefully on this one.
2: I'm going to keep it very short and sweet. I only just threw this in there just to keep it very short and All sweet. All right, so I'll, but, start, um, I'll
1: start off I'll start off then just briefly. So, Kentucky mm-hmm. senator is blaming video games for the Florida school shooting. The only thing I'll say is that the whole video games and violence link has been pretty effectively refuted in the scientific literature for a lot of years. Over you, Ben.
2: Yeah. Okay, so basically this Kentucky senator, and it's exactly as we said, he's blaming video games and TV shows and music, blah, blah, blah. The usual rhetoric, let's not focus on the guns, let's blame these other things for influencing this person. Uh, Usual rhetoric, we've all heard it before, all the way back to Columbine when they were blaming Marilyn Manson for the Columbine shootings. Um, There's one thing, I just want to read it really quickly. It's a direct quote. Uh, this is out of the Rolling Stone article, which I've linked. Um, and Matt Bevan, the governor from Kentucky, he said, there are video games that, yes, are listed for mature audiences, but kids play them and everybody knows it, and there's nothing to prevent the child from playing them, Bevan said. The celebra- they celebrate the slaughtering of people. The- there are games that literally replicate and give people the ability to score points for doing the very same thing that these students are doing inside of schools, where you get extra points for finishing someone off who's lying there begging for their life. These are quote unquote video games and they're forced down our throats under the guise of protected speech. speech. It's garbage. It's the same as pornography. They've des- desensitized people to the value of human life, to the dignity of women, to the dignity of human decency. Um, so many things wrong with that quote and everything like that. And I'm not even going to get into the gun control debate or anything in, on the US side of things. We've Everyone's talked about it before. We've all heard it before. Um, I'm not going to get go down that path. But the one thing I want to say is these video games, these violent movies, and this heavy metal or dark music, whatever you want to call, that are supposed influences on these people that are causing these violence violent acts in schools or wherever else in the US, they're also available outside of America in places where they don't have bullshit gun laws you and your insistence on facts i mean we can play these violent video games here in australia we can also watch these violent tv shows and movies in australia and listen to this supposed violent music jeez um we don't have school shootings every three days uh, so maybe you're keeping it short Ben. <laughs> so yeah um That's all I really wanted to say. I just want to point it out, the fact that you know they're pointing the finger at all this other stuff, but it doesn't happen in the rest of the world. Sorry. Simon? And that's my point.
0: I have nothing to say about this matter.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I've got my clairvoyant hat on.
1: Maybe we'll do a We Hate People episode on it, Simon, eh? What do you reckon? I
2: thought Uh, that show finished. No, it's on
0: hiatus. That's right, hiatus. Oh,
2: definite hiatus.
0: On a highly irregular schedule. That's
2: highly
0: irregular. Um, as far as this issue goes, uh, nothing, nothing's going to change. Mm-hmm. So I have, I really have no, no thoughts yeah. or comments. I, it's, yeah. No,
1: fair yeah. enough. Um, speaking of, um, no, nothing. I can't make a segue out of that. Let's talk about Tesla versus Lovecraft.
0: So, Let's now. Is this, there any? Hmm. Violence in it, David?
1: Oh, there could be. Yeah, speaking of violence, there is. So I want to firstly do a big...
2: Fairly, fairly violent, yeah.
1: I want to do a big shout out to one of our listeners, Sean, who um, I'm a bit thrilled he does listen still. He's a former sort of next-door neighbour of mine. Uh, we went to the same school. We're, you know, geeks in arms around a, a bunch of different stuff, including gaming. So he pinged me um, in the last uh, few weeks and pointed towards this this game, which I checked out, and I really like the look of it. So, did you, either of you guys check the web link, I'll put it in the show notes.
2: Oh, I, I thought we were actually talking about, like, Tesla cars or something, huh? No, know, no, 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 now. Nicholas Tesla. Better,
0: better the, Tesla hmm. got launched into orbit. Yeah, we should talk about
1: that as well. Um, so, yeah, Nicholas Tesla versus HP Lovecraft. Um, it's a nice-looking top-down game.
0: It is, better than
2: uh, Marvel Heroes.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Ooh, That's pretty uh, Oh, boring.
2: it's it's going to be on the Switch. There you go. So Six. Yeah, I'll put oh, so Twin Stick Shooter.
1: I'll put it in the show notes for people to check out, but that looks promising. So thanks Sean for that one. Um Well, let's talk about launching the the Tesla. So, yeah, that was I actually watched a bit of the the live footage of that. I mean, the fact that they got that rocket up, there, got the two fuel boosters back down, and, and I assume the main one, they got back down. I never quite found that out. They're uncertain there for a while, but I assume all three of them got back down okay.
0: They basically bolted two heavy thrusters onto each other, two sta- basically two stage ones, didn't they?
1: It could have been. And I just loved watching them both land side by side when they yeah. – that
0: was cool. Um, free market, baby, free market. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> There's another way people have said – NASA would still be picking up pieces of the O rings if it was then <laughs> too soon.
1: Oh, never too soon. Well, again, yeah, no, it's only been what 30 years, 20 years at least. At least, um, uh, so yeah, that was impressive. And then obviously, seeing the Tesla and with its little uh, mannequin, um, driving into space is pretty cool. I just, I, I mean, some people have hated on it, you know, we've got starvation down, you know, yeah, well, it's like, yeah, well, this is one tiny piece in maybe solving that in the longer term.
0: Yeah, the, the people want to go about, wow, 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 starvation, well, move to a smaller house and give you give the surplus, the money you've left over to a charity. Exactly. Shut up, put up.
1: And that's what you did, Simon, and you've never looked back.
0: No, indeed not. See? Except when it rains, my cobble box gets a little damp. <laughs> but I do have NBN. That's right. Which makes, which makes everything worse.
1: <laughs> um. Speaking of needing to live in cardboard boxes to shelter, um, <laughs> no, no, No Man's Sky. So, as regular listeners will know, um, Simon's been playing No Man's Sky pretty much since a little bit after its release. I don't think you bought it on release, did you? Um,
0: oh, pretty close. I
2: don't really remember. No, I think I matter.
0: got fairly, fairly soon after launch, if not yeah.
2: on launch. And so, someone, and then he returned it and bought it again. That's right,
1: um, and and also listeners and anyone that you know keeps on top of the games media that it copped a, a real panning, and I finally bought it uh, since last episode, and I have to say I've been putting in. Oh, more hours than I should have per day playing that damn thing, and I love it to bits. So because I and I purposely didn't browse the games media again, so I've forgotten why it was panned. So Simon, maybe do you want to start with why? Why did it cop such a, a lot of bad feedback at the time?
0: Uh, because Sean Murray, the basically the only media spokesman uh, for Hello Games, the company that produced it, was shall we be charitable and say was. Overly optimistic in his description of the game's various mechanics, systems, and uh, right. social opportunities.
1: Oh yeah, well, there's none of that.
0: Uh, well, no. Well, and even not if with there real is, other humans. I mean, well, you'll see a glowing ball of light when you meet another person.
2: Oh really? Where do you? Where, oh, anyway, we'll talk about that. Oh, offline. that's right. Yeah, it is a multiplayer game. Without multiplayer, was one of the things. Okay,
0: it's a shared universe more than uh, more than multiplayer.
1: So, I mean, without going into too much detail, when you go to a space station and you see all those other spaceships pull up, I assume that was just part of the game. That's not other players, is it?
0: No, that would be, yeah, that'll be NPCs almost always. Yeah, that's what I thought.
1: Okay. Um. Well mean my, my my brief review and and please jump in Simon after, because you've probably still played lots more hours than me is the the learning curve wasn't too bad once I realized how to be able to construct things and you know i I just got so sick of running for holes in the ground to stop dying of radiation on my first planet <laughs> um, and then I realized how to recharge your your um your um you know what I mean your hazmat suit and all that sort of stuff. Um, I just love it. I love the... It's not that complex, but it's complex enough to keep you interested. I love checking out the new planets, even though there's not that many varieties. You you can't have that many varieties. Um, You get excited about having one that you don't have to worry about freezing or boiling to death. Um, I like scanning the animals and the minerals and collecting them and talking to the geck and the... um, Viking, I'm probably mispronouncing all these, and the Corvax, and I just love the, I just love everything, Simon.
0: Yeah, it's it's a, it's a bit, one of those meditative kind of games. Uh, apart from the the bit where you you die of radiation. <laughs> yes. um, yeah, if if you enjoy just exploring and poking around and crafting things and and building things. A little bit like Minecraft, but not uh, not quite so powerful. In mm. that you don't have the the uh, the ability to build things exactly the way you no. want them. Uh, but there's an awful lot you can do with the base building. The the vehicles, the land vehicles, have a little bit of a bit of fun. Yeah, it's a game that's not for everybody, but I think there's still plenty of people playing it. Good, and they're still doing a fair bit of work on it because. My home planet has changed twice, I think. Okay. Because it started out being sort of, uh eh, not, not bad. It didn't try to kill me immediately. Well, actually it did, but that's another. That was the little crawling, scuttling crab monster thing. Uh, which crop up periodically. If yes. you haven't met them
1: yet, David. Oh, no, uh, I have. I've killed a couple, run, but they're pain. Yeah, Run away, run away.
0: But, yeah, they've uh, basically... Because of the continuing changes they they make and the, the work they continue to do on the game, they end up basically—I don't know what, how you describe it—but basically they end up refreshing the entire galaxy. Okay. Which, for my home system, is done completely bollocks up. The the names of the planets and how many planets there are—it's <laughs> uh, it, its kind of—it's kind of crazy, but uh, yeah, it's it's. They are, to be honest, they a bit like uh, Rainbow Six Siege. They are continuing to develop the game, continuing to improve the game, and I think it's a lot. You're probably lucky getting into it yeah, now. Yeah, that's true. Uh, rather than at the beginning, at the beginning, I still had no problem with it because I wasn't, uh, I wasn't expecting a huge amount no. because i would doing that after the original Batman. Yes. All the hype that surrounded that the Michael Keaton movie. Yeah. <laughs> and and the original Ghostbusters, for that matter. Yes, there's, those things were hyped through the roof, and I found them both disappointing, even though they're both excellent movies. Yeah, so that's where I learned the lesson. If yeah,
2: I'm too young to remember the hype, but I love both those movies. There you go. Yeah,
0: you you would have been if you think there's been a lot of hype around any of the Marvel movies, or
2: yeah. No, I remember with Burton's Batman because I was about six. That came out in '89, didn't it? Something what? like that. Be yeah, roughly. so I was I was around six. I, re- I remember that being on TV and the advertisements for it. And same, most I remember more with Batman Returns because I remember there being Happy Meals for Batman Returns. Bubblegum uh, car? Yeah, with the little cars and the stuff, and you could get a little penguin uh, duck boat thingy that he has in the movie and stuff like that.
0: Oh, that's Returns, yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I can remember the Happy Meals for that, but um, I I remember there being a lot of hype around the original one with Jack Nicholson as the Joker, but, yeah. um, It was massive. You could not mm. get a from it. Yeah, same with, I remember Ghostbusters 2 having a lot of hype as well, especially after the success of the first one.
0: Well-deserved, of course.
2: Yeah. Uh, Hey,
0: leave um, Vigo alone. Vigo was okay.
1: He's cool.
2: I like Vigo.
1: So anyway, for those of you out there that you know are after an old, more as Simon says, meditative game, you don't mind sitting in your spaceship just randomly plucking off asteroids for minerals and enjoying it. Um, I love yeah, it. So do I. It's um, it's definitely the game for you. The only thing I'd criticise out of the whole thing is that galactic map is a shit fight to navigate. I still struggle to do the basics in it.
2: It's awful. You know, you want to know what's better? Just sailing on a single man sloop in Sea of Thieves. Oh, it's
0: so relaxing. I could stare at sea the sea for best. hours.
2: Oh, it's so good. We have the lives. I, I named my sloop the Sloop John B. Oh, I
1: bet you the first of four hundred thousand
2: that have. <laughs> okay. I, I don't think a lot of people get that reference. So,
1: uh, see, sadly, most people on this podcast would. If you don't, then just Google Beach Boys, and then you'll get it.
2: If you don't. Stop listening now and just just walk away. That's
0: right. <laughs> if you want to date yourself even more, call it Sloopy Sales.
2: Hey.
0: <laughs> See, I don't get that one, but I'm just sad.
1: Oh uh, shit. Um, New Age. Diff- oh no, Voltron season five. So I know we've got two rabid Voltron fans, and I still haven't broken open that little egg yet. But ah, uh, David. Season five trailer. It's good. I assume.
2: Yes, it's very good. It's really good. Uh Loto and Voltron and stuff. And yeah, awesome. Explosions? There was explosions. Got to have. <sighs> it's on the you can you can well, if you don't see it on YouTube, you can go actually jump on Netflix and watch the trailer. I I didn't look up what the date though was for season 5, but I assume it's coming soon and the it looks amazing. But One of the funny things, and this is – I've only just remembered it now. Um, I finished watching the trailer, and it might be just my phone, but it might be my YouTube Red subscription as well. Um, It automatically started playing the next video that I guess was related to Voltron, and it came up with – I want to say his name is Josh, the guy that plays Shiro. He's got his own video channel, and he sings songs. He's actually a really good singer. But he did a cover of Moana's, um, uh, what's the song? You're Welcome by The Rock. But mm-hmm. did it, but like reworded it. So it was like Shiro singing You're Welcome as the Black Paladin. Uh, you know, I'm the hero. I'm Black Paladin, blah, blah, blah. And it was actually really quite funny and clever. And I, <laughs> I actually ended up watching the whole thing because I laughed. But uh, go check out the Voltron Season 5 trailer. And if you haven't watched any of the Voltron Seasons 1 through 4, you're missing out. Go go watch it. Go watch it now. Yeah. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it.
0: Do and, it. And, then, and and then watch all of the Masters of the Universe. And
1: Several that's times. on Netflix is too, is it, Simon? You'd mentioned. Oh yes. Yeah, okay. so oh. I She-Ra. Oh, too much. She Rah on there as well. I loved my Master of the Universe figurine. Did you? I had Did a He Man. Because uh, I lived a hundred kilometres away from the nearest major centre, and um, my father was going there for the day uh, for work-related purposes, and begged him, and and so he turns up with yeah a he-man for me and a Skeletor for my brother. Still, a one of big memory. I always thought the cartoon wasn't that great, but I, I I do want to re rewatch it.
2: Those toys were amazing. Actually, there's a documentary series on Netflix. I discovered it. While I was through Ah yes, I've day. seen that one. Uh they... the Toys That Made Us. Yes, yeah. The first great. episode, Star Wars, second yes. with Barbie. I can't remember which one is He Man. Yeah, no, they're well worth it. There's a look. an episode on He Man toys and how they saved Mattel. Yep. No, it's that, a good doc, series of docos.
0: Those. Mm. Uh but we'll get sh- uh, oh, sorry. What? Huh? Yeah, huh? Right yeah. You go. What? Just no. gonna keep it up to myself. I was just gonna say yeah, no, the cartoons are not I'd start everything with yeah, sorry about that. Yeah. The cartoons are not nah. great art. We we all know this. Yeah. But it's quite remarkable what they they do with it. One of the one of the things they had to do at filmation was there was an they had to do a lot of heavy reuses. So they'd use the, oh, yeah. the the same stock footage and they'd rotoscoped uh, different character models on it. And, you know, He-Man punching the screen. One of the animators complained that, because I didn't meet them, but I worked with an animator who had one of their animators say this to him, that basically they spent more time at the photocopier than they did at their drawing desks. <laughs> Having said that, for what it is, considering what was what they probably paid per show to get it made it's it is not without its charm and even Mm. now the 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 script has its own little bits bits of whimsy in there and i think the the actors and the artists knew exactly what they were doing and how good it was and they just had a bit of fun as well good and that's come through it's it's just it's innocent it's natured and it's just fun
2: there's a lot of that with those 80s cartoons. So you think He-Man, obviously, She-Ra, Voltron from the 80s as well, uh, the Transformers cartoons. They all had that same – G.I. Joe, uh, they all had that same sort of love and fun and great art style from back then. Yeah, um, which I, The art style wouldn't translate to today, but the, the feel that those shows all had I think um, was fantastic. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Nice old man reminiscences. Now, speaking of mm. which, I read the other day, albeit via a secondary source, so I don't know whether this has been approved by the United Nations, but I believe there's a, a proposal from the World Health Organization to change the definitions of different age groups. <coughs> All right. So I'll try and find All a right. link for the show notes, So, that, but I, I swear I'm not taking the piss here. This is what I believe to be the proposed new... Age ranges, so naught okay. to seventeen, underage. That's I would have thought basically the same. Eighteen, and I and I and I emphasise here, eighteen to sixty-five,
2: mm-hmm. youth,
1: youth or young person. All right, so just let that sit for a minute. Yep. 66, mm-hmm. 66 to seventy-nine. I think it was was middle age. Uh, 80 to 99 was uh, elderly, and then 99 plus is long lived elderly. So, the bright side of that is we're all youth.
2: Right. As right. Far as...
1: So, I just thought bring bringing that good news and to our listeners who are predominantly probably the wrong side of 40 as well, except for you, Ben, you're young prick. But um Yeah. yeah it doesn't so,
0: last Ben. Make the most of it.
1: Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I've got another five years. <laughs> I'm not looking
0: forward to 40 myself.
1: Yeah, don't worry it'll fly, Ben. Don't you worry it'll fly. You'll be forty before you know it. Um so yeah, we're we're officially youth for another, you know, number of decades, ideally. Mm. But uh, but the like that, that. that's obviously assuming like if if middle age starts at seventy or sixty-six that means that you're roughly expecting you to live to 132. We God start- forbid. Yeah, well, I, I yeah, think. Yeah,
2: nah, God, I don't want to live that long.
1: I can see that happening eventually, but I don't think that'll impact on this gen.
2: Well, not, not less of my Bionics become mainstream. Oh, know, yes, please. 10
0: years. As soon as robot bodies come on the market, I'm, 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 I'm getting me one of them.
2: Yep. Mm hmm. Um, I, need, I need some of those robot limbs. But I worked out <laughs> if we keep up, flashpoint
1: to 140, we'll be up to roughly episode 1300. <laughs> Whereas some podcasts, probably like your other podcast, Ben, will be up to you know episode 42,612. Yeah, something like that.
0: <laughs> it's all yeah. about quality, not quantity. Yeah, That's or it. neither. Or that, that's
2: what that's what the kids want they want they want quantity they don't want quality that's what us kids want us youth
0: mm-hmm. youth
2: Youth. all
1: right we're gonna leave it there yeah
0: yeah so uh yeah young young people who are listening to us young podcasters yeah
2: <laughs> us, us hip young folk
1: yeah well, we'll have, probably have at least three hips across 140 years, I would have thought. Going to be lots of joint replacements. replacements. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, I'm calling it there. My voice is about to give out. Poor me. This is most I've talked in a month. Um, as always, we'd love to hear your opinions, suggestions, or even general abuse. It's been a while since we had some general abuse. So please feel free to email us at contact at oceanicgamer.com or visit our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash the Oceanic Gamer. And I am posting a few more things on there, just other basically not ripping off because it's acknowledging mm. them, but other cool gaming related humor and videos and Dungeons and Dragons stuff and whatever. So there's a little What's bit happening that? there. Um, You can also follow us on Twitter. My handle is at TheOceanicGamer. Simon tweets under RPGBeatsRL and that's how I knew all about Skeletor for this episode. And Ben (laughs) tweets under TheSpawny13 and live streams in amongst everything else at twitch.tv forward slash TheSpawny13. Previous episodes, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play and Pocket Cast. But otherwise, thanks very much for listening and thank you as always to my brilliant co-hosts, Simon and Ben. Thanks, guys. You pretty. Thank-
2: <laughs> Thanks very much. Uh, just one thing before we go. I actually did <laughs> just launch another new podcast uh, called 8-Bit Mania. It's a wrestling podcast. If you like wrestling at all, uh, check it out. iTunes, Stitcher, usual places. And that's it. Thank you.
0: Um, Is any- Hulk Hogan the Honky Tonk Man still on wrestlings? Sure. Cool.
2: Any other podcasts?
0: About- oh, Warrior.
2: No, oh, that's it. That's all I really wanted to plug. Um, what about... Oh, worry because that's that's the actual podcast which i host host I don't co-host that right host gotcha it. so i'm I'm a little bit proud of that one
1: I'm trying to think of something in a, Oh, I'm in a band um, plug your band com dot ecom w you'll even see a on picture on of me I'd like lo- oh, we might go on tour one day it's only covers band but it's a, a very good covers band you can even see some youtube video of us playing albeit mm-hmm. a Bon Jovi song. Yay. Um, sorry. Um, anything you want to plug, Simon?
0: Uh, Altered Carbon on Netflix.
1: Okay. I have. I actually have seen that. I, I nearly watched that the other day. Because okay. you're the one that plugged The Expanse and got me hooked, so I might have to check that mm. out.
2: Oh, Everything Sucks on Netflix as well.
0: Oh, I saw Bright too, and uh, at once. Oh, again, Bright was good. Yeah, Bright was good. I enjoyed Bright. I thought yeah, that was all
2: right. good. I thought it was
0: all right. I'm yeah. looking forward to the second one. Yeah, I want to watch that oh, as was well. Oh, the second
2: one. Oh, cool.
0: Yeah, they commissioned a second one because nice. whatever all the, all the whiny critics said didn't matter because they got enough uh, enough people watching it to to make it worth making another one. Which I think, artists, yeah. um, it, majority
2: what, of people I spoke to said they enjoyed it. So they yeah. didn't say it was a fantastic, you know, groundbreaking movie, but they enjoyed it enough.
1: We're now relying oh. on people to look at their podcasting device and realise there's more time left after I started doing the here's our email address because that's when everyone switches off. Mm-hmm. So um, hopefully they went, oh, there's four more minutes there. Maybe I'll wait. Bonus content. Yeah, allegedly.
2: Well, See, I, we don't charge for DLC. We just I, give it to you.
1: And I don't know how to say, I've already said thanks very much. Oh, no, we've, I, have, I haven't done the catchphrase. Have a I great know. week and remember, you don't stop playing because you grow old or youth. You grow youthy. You grow youthy because you stop playing. Good night.
2: You twat. <laughs> twat.
1: Yeah. Twat. <laughs> <laughs>
0: The ability to speak does not make one intelligent.